1: Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is Talk Sport Daily. Hello, hello, hello.
2: Happy Friday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talk Sport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Don't forget, of course, I'm back on drive later on today from 4pm alongside Darren Bent. We start today's poddy thing by looking ahead to the start of the 2023 Ryder Cup. Will it be Team Europe or Team USA? Well, no one knows. Stupid question. Well, you can hear, of course, all the action unfold across this weekend live on TalkSport2. So let's hear now from Europe captain Luke Donald and USA captain Zach Johnson.
3: is by far the best experience in sport and i think the epitome of what competition and what sport is set it on a good line it's gone in, it's gone in oh, what a great pepper, for rory mcelroy it's hard to win outside of your comfort zone once again europe have won the Ryder cup these guys are ready and want to embrace that difficulty the
4: usa have won back the Ryder Cup! The US are very strong. We are coming off our worst defeat ever in a Ryder Cup. A pretty humiliating three days for the team as a whole.
2: That is the best Ryder Cup team in history right there. It's a half. They halve the hole, they have their match. And the two countries have the Ryder Cup. Europe wait to take the cup home!
1: Hello! What a comeback from Europe! Go, on, go in, go in, go in! Oh! What a putt!
3: I just can't wait to get another shot at this.
4: have a lot of faith in my team, um, but at the same time, I certainly don't underestimate the U.S. side. Um, there's some strong players. There's a lot of players that played two years ago in Whistling Straits. They have some pairings that have astronomical win percentages, you know, that have had a lot of success, and they'll, they'll probably be using them. I mean, obviously, Xander and, and Patrick is one. And they're gonna to be a tough tough opponents. I, as I said, I'm very happy with the progress of my team. They seem to have come into a lot of form in the last few months and they've continued that in big tournaments. Um, and the preparation the last few days has, has been fantastic. They've given a lot uh, over the, ne- the last three days. They're very engaged and uh, they are ready to, to, to compete tomorrow. This is an absolute distinct honor for me to represent
3: my country, to represent this team and all the many people with the PG of America and down the list. If what you said does come to fruition, I hope that the win goes on those 12 guys. I'm here to help them play their best. That's the way I see it. That's the way I've approached it. That's the way my mentality is. Try to take all the noise and periphery and uh, everything outside the ropes, take whatever could be uh, difficult off their shoulders, on to mine, so they can go do what they do. And hopefully Sunday, those 12 do exactly what you just said.
2: Same with the Ryder Cup and on the breakfast show yesterday, DP World Tour golfer Andrew Beef Johnston and four-time major winner Dame Laura Davies joined Alan Brazil and Ali McCoy to discuss how special the tournament is and who to keep an eye on.
1: We've watched the Ryder Cup for years and years and it's just fantastic. Tell me the difference it, it, it makes to players because you watch players, obviously when they're playing in majors, it's an individual and it, 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 it's emotional at the time. However, they all just seem to become different animals in this team game that is the Ryder Cup. It's the only
5: one we get to play in the team game. It's the only one and you think like when you're playing majors, it's all, it's all, on, it's all on yourself. It's all on yourself and all of a sudden you get thrown into this situation where it's Europe yeah. versus America and all of a sudden I've got 11 other teammates here and you're like, I'll be thinking, oh, like, we, I'm playing for these yeah. guys as well. You're not just playing for yourself, you're playing for these guys and everyone's playing for each other and it's just such a, it's such a different format. Would you make his favourites because the, the ladies retained, the junior, the junior rider Cup's going really well for Europe. Uh, <coughs> can the boys make it three out of three? Yeah, they definitely can, yeah. Um, if you had said it two years ago when you looked uh, yeah. whistling straights and stuff, you'd think Europe miles off. But the way the teams have developed, I mean, the Europe team's so strong as well. You would probably say on paper the American team's a bit stronger, but home advantage, they haven't won 30 years. I mean, so many players are in great form in the European side. What I, about I, this youngster? I, about, I was going to yeah. ask about Ludwig Oh, e- e- well, like, well,
3: believable. He seems what to be a, the real deal there. Eh?
5: I haven't heard a bad word about him. Everyone just says he's ball striking. he's an absolute flusher of the golf ball. When you're talking, Luke Donald played with him earlier this year, said he was absolute flusher. Rory's come out and said it. I mean, if Rory's saying yeah, it, yeah. you know you know he's a flusher.
3: they're still in
5: this. I
3: love being a part of this team. My most enjoyable moments in my career have been being a part of European Ryder Cup teams.
4: Oh my goodness me. Out of the blue, Rory McIlroy has just hauled a stormer. Rory is on the charge. It is by far the best
3: experience in sport and standing shoulder to shoulder with your teammates in an environment like that is, I think, the epitome of what competition and what sport is.
4: Blasted high into the air. Will it land softly? Oh my goodness. Rory McIlroy.
1: That was impressive.
3: Nothing beats this week. It's just, it's an amazing experience and I want to be a part of it as, for as long as I can.
1: The Americans
2: have got, well, they've got six of the top 10 in the world. They're a very strong team. They've got all the confidence for whistling straights. I think if Rory does well, that's our chance. I think if Rory I'm not trying to heat pressure on him, you know, it's, but it, it is that significant for us. To so The White and Jordan Show now, former referee Mark Halsey, Halsey, no one really knows, gave his reaction to the news that Saudi Arabia are trying to tempt Premier League referees to work in their league and question whether English refs need more money.
3: In the, the, the amount of money that's involved and what they're, they're paying players to go there, um, it's like every top league in, in the country wants, wants the best officials and... Uh, you know and we have got some top quality officials in 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 our league and obviously they're going to come and uh, come and take them
2: yeah i mean could this potentially be a problem for our league here because they will be coming for our best referees right
3: Poss- Possibly, yeah it will be because you, you i mean you see, you see the gulf in in uh, teams that are promoted from the Championship into the Premier League, that's no different from, from refereeing terms. When you, you promote a referee from the Championship, Select Group 2, up into Select Group 1, it's, it's a massive step, a massive jump. And it takes it takes two or three years to get bedded in and get players to know you and get players to trust you. Now, you know, I mean, the best two referees in, in the Premier League at present, without doubt, is, is Michael Oliver, for me. He's our number one. And you've got Anthony Taylor close behind. Yes, um, yeah. And and, I, and uh, listen, it all depends on circumstances. Uh, I think I know Michael would would go, um, obviously, because it's, it's financial
2: security for the rest of your life. Would you have done it? Absolutely. Simply because it's a no-brainer because of the money on well, offer. I mean, what would it, they? they Mark, it, second the guess it for me. What would it's, it's, they pay them? The players, what would they eh? pay them? I'm trying to get in touch with the Saudi Pro League at the moment. What well, what do you think? What do you think well, they'd pay them?
3: Well, well, what are they what are they paying the players? I I I think. Listen for. For a referee to 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 someone like Michael, I, I think you've got to be looking at uh, a, a, mil- a million pound a season if you're go- if they're going to ups and sticks all the way out there and referee out there, you're looking at you know
6: 500 plus to a million but what i would say I, I would make the case not because i've all of a sudden become a champion for referees but i actually do believe that there should be more money made available to the referees anyway i, I, I believe I agree, that the pgmol I, should be should be dealing with the premier league on a percentage contribution to be able to enhance the level of refereeing retro, um, uh, um, compensation or financial um, uh, reimbursement to a level yep. which is commensurate with the scale of the game what should they be paid if you then so,
3: sorry simon's absolutely Spot on. Yeah, we've got some really good young talent in, in, in the refereeing fraternity coming through, but it's, it's the way we train them and educate them and the, 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 the top quality coaches that we need to get in to, to help these guys.
6: Yeah. What, what, what's a realistic figure for the, the look, top, top referee in, to be I paid here? I mean, I, I, wouldn't th- I wouldn't think that paying a referee. Um, I would like it to be performance indexed as well, but I wouldn't think yep. that a quarter of a million pound base salary with an opportunity on the basis of performance, almost a, a, almost an attendance fee, which they get anyway, uh, yeah. to get you like, up to five hundred grand a year for a top referee refereeing twenty or thirty times in the Premier League would be something that's unreasonable. I mean, that's not unreasonable, yeah. is it? Two hundred and fifty no. k. I mean, some player, some players
2: earn that in a week. Now, Peter Crouch joined Danny Kelly and Charlie Baker to discuss Tottenham's great start to the season. The former Spurs striker believes his old side won't fear Liverpool this weekend.
6: And Peter Crouch could not miss! Liverpool, it seems to me, are completely reborn with their new midfield, one of your ex-clubs. More importantly to me, and to my amazement, Spurs, who were the worst-looking team in England for two years... Are suddenly among the most attractive teams in England. So this is a huge game there in North London at the weekend.
4: Yeah, honestly, like it's, it's, it's. I, I did quite a lot of the Spurs games last year. And it wasn't just the, it wasn't just the the kind of manner of the defeats. It was the honestly it was the way they played it was just it was it was it was hard to watch at times and um yeah they just got a new lease of life obviously the manager I've spoke to, to quite a few of the players and they feel like they're playing as if they were they were kids again you know I suppose if you have that kind of brand of football then you go to the way they're playing now just been so exciting and um and of course it's early days and, yeah you know, there's, Spurs have been accused of I suppose, being Spursy at times. And um, and that's something, obviously, they don't want to shake. So we don't want to get carried away too early. But do you know what? The, the, the thing about it at the moment is it's enjoyable to watch.
6: You can lose any football game, but you have to try and win it. And that's all I was requiring of Spurs. Look like you want to win the football match. Not just sit there on the edge of your own penalty area waiting to get done.
4: The frustrating thing for me at times was I felt they had the players. You know, the best players they had were going forward. And it felt like they were they were sitting back in places where they shouldn't be. You know, you want Son, Kane at the time, obviously, you know, uh, moving forward, Kulishevsky players, yeah. like the best players they had were the forward players and it felt like they were permanently on the halfway line. But you know what? That, that's all gone now. Um, it's it's exciting. Um, I love watching Spurs play at the moment and they're going to give Liverpool a big, big game on the weekend.
2: Stay with Danny Kelly and Baker. Should Roberto De Zerbe be on his way to Real Madrid? Andy Brassel explains whether this has any potential.
1: The to yeah. Real Madrid, I mean, people well, are going to be... Well, with
6: Xavi Alonso, so he's yeah. a different but, but, person but, but, every but, day.
1: But people are going to be, you know, Vulture's going to be swooping around De Zerbe, aren't they? He's having such a good season, developing players. You know, of course he's going to be alert himself to... He was to, brilliant to at Shakhtar, he was brilliant at He was Yeah, clubs. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs>
6: I think that there are there two sides to this firstly that Serbi is hugely convincing um, because of his personality mm-hmm. because it, he's about a philosophy and because of as you say Charlie the way that he develops players yeah. which is absolutely invaluable I'm not sure if it's as valuable to a club like Real Madrid yeah, not, as yeah. it is to a club a, a level below. I mean, a, a Brighton, for example. I think Brighton is perfect for him. Mm-hmm. but I think if you look at how Pochettino's career, Mauricio Pochettino's career has drifted in one way and another since he left Tottenham. I think there's a big question for Dizovi: How long do you do you hold on to the Brighton balloon? And I think for a bit longer at least, because I think you look at the start of their Europa League campaign, you can forget because Shakhtar played pretty well in their
0: Champions League group under him, finished bottom, didn't get any points. He's still learning to play at that level.
6: That's BetterHelp, H E L P.
1: This episode of the Talksport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Finally, now we can go back to The Breakfast Show and hear
2: how Kylie Minogue had to take a picture of Alan Brazil with an Ipswich van. Battersea, right?
5: a big charity ball. Kylie's the cabaret, right? Yeah. Black tie ball. And then there's a VIP here and the missus wants to meet her. I'm like, what? She used to love neighbours and all that. So said, I'm <laughs> not getting in there. Oh, no, you are. Come on. And then we go and you have a picture of her. And the fella with her goes, I don't believe it.
6: Alan, how
5: are you? Gives him every big hug a massive Ipswich fan he no said he Kylie he gives her the he gives her the camera my <laughs> missus <Mama laughs> looked at me she says I don't believe you <laughs> and she went you wanted me to take a p-? and he says yeah and she took it she went I don't believe it
4: oh, that's I brilliant but no, she was great she's magic she is fa- she's absolutely fantastic and what a great entertainer as well yeah. the place was fa-
6: jumping she's fantastic rocking.
2: Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the Talksport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Of course, I'll be back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm alongside Darren Bent a bit later on today. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcasts at first in the morning. Do what you've got to do to get into the Thanks for listening. we be, down above. We'll be tame, everyone. Be tame.
6: That was a podcast from
4: Talksport.